Welcome to the Global Dance Network podcast. I'm your host, Carolyn Smolik, and I invite you to join the conversation with artists who are passionate about inspiring and equipping you for whatever sphere you find yourself in. Dare to dream as you listen to this encouraging episode with Solomon Maz, choreographer for Watoto Children's Choir and dancer extraordinaire from Uganda, Africa. It's so good to have you on here all the way from Uganda to Germany right now via Zoom, which is uh, the new way to go these days, I think. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. So today is Sunday. What does a usual Sunday look like for you? Um, my usual Sunday, it's, uh, it's me waking up, uh, probably like at 9am, then I get to have breakfast, um, in bed, (laughs) then, uh, uh, say hi to my mom, say hi to my family, then at around, uh, at around midday, I attend a service, a home church service, Watoto Church, which goes for an hour till like one o'clock for the past few months I should say I've been running an online class um, dance class on on zoom so by like 2 2 p.m. I'm already out of home Mm -hmm. uh, going to Watoto to like set up for my class which starts at around 3 30 p.m. and then runs for almost an hour to 4 30 uh, by 4.30, I got to have a meal, which is like late lunch. I have a meal, I chill with my friends, then at around 6 o'clock or 6 p.m., I'm back home to chill. Yeah. Yeah, nice. So that's how my normal Sunday looks like. <laughs> You've got your Sunday down packed, but it's a chill Sunday. Yes. <laughs> nice, very Yeah, it's cool. a chill Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, I'm really doing what I love throughout that time, so yeah. it's awesome. So good, so yeah. good. Um, so you mentioned Watoto. Some of our listeners might know what that is, but many probably won't. Maybe you can give a, a overview what Watoto really is. And I know it's a it's a bigger, it's not just, you know, this one thing. It encompasses a yeah. lot of different things. Um, yeah. yeah. So Watoto, Watoto is a church. Watoto is a church, and uh, through the church, um, our vision is to celebrate Christ and care for community. Uh, it was founded by Pastor Gary and Marilyn Skinner. They are Canadian, uh, but their parents uh, lived in, the, in, in Zambia at some point, then uh, Zimbabwe, I think, one of those two. It's a Z country. Mm-hmm. I'm confused at the moment whether it was Zambia or Zimbabwe. Yeah. <laughs> then uh, they, they, they got they got a vision from God. Pastor Guy got a vision from God and uh, uh, he was told to come and uh, open up a church um, in the heart of Africa and uh, it's a church that will take care of the orphaned children and the widow. So at the moment uh, Uganda hasn't really as uh, as we were coming, it wasn't really an attractive country you'd go to with your family, with a young mm. family, because there were there were wars and uh, political instabilities and uncertainties. So Gary kind of questioned that, and then he was like, mm. uh, "If God has sent me, then clearly open." Started church. At that point, it was at the Imperial Hotel. 
with like an audience of 70 people before he knew it he was uh, he was he was he was getting even a bigger place because the audience or the congregation had grown mm -hmm. uh, to thousands of people and wow. then we got a bigger church which used to be a cinematic hall <laughs> and uh, the soldiers then had took it over or had taken it over uh, for their own works uh, where they would torture people, kill wow. people and stuff like that. So you can imagine what now is a beautiful home for Watoto was that then but god of course has cleansed it he has used the people that come to pray from there to make it a home for thousands of people wow yeah so watoto is uh, is a church organization a non-profit that takes care of the orphan child and the widows and at the moment uh, we are going into the neighborhood uh, by the neighborhood i mean we're really looking after the women that live in our communities and uh, are not able to take care of their families. Mm. We're giving them skills, we're giving them um, um, great ideas that can get them some money and be able to take care of their families and take, send their, uh, their children to schools and then be able to really cater for their homes at the end of the day. So that's what really Watoto is. It's a church, but mm. then um, inside church we have a child care ministry that uh, takes care of these children, then we have um, the choirs or the global support where we we partner with churches, partner with people, partner with other organizations to look after these women and children and then to bring the love of Christ out there in the world but also back at home in Uganda. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. Such a miraculous story. And I had no idea about that, the church hall, yeah. what, it, what it used to be. That's crazy. Yeah. And um, yeah. I've been there and it's beautiful and you can't even imagine that it used to be something else, you it know? It used to be that, mm. yes. Yeah. God wow. is good. He has done all that. Yeah, so good. Yeah. Um, mm. So I obviously know you because I got to go, I think it was two years ago, and visit, which was mm -hmm. so much so much yeah. fun. And uh, we got yeah. to d dance together. And um, yeah. I also visited Watoto Children's Homes, which you kind of touched yeah. on, um, mm. which is such a beautiful place where, you know, children get to grow up and live in, in safety and have great education and learn skills and things like that. And True. There's so many amazing dancers there, uh, which I yeah. love seeing. And yes. okay, I just have yes. to I have to mention this. While I was teaching a class there, I um, couldn't believe it because I was like dying from the heat and like drinking maybe six bottles of water in that class. Yeah, and these mm -hmm. kid these kids didn't drink a sip of water at all. I was like, do you guys yeah. need, need a break? They're like, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, we are hard getters, yeah. Yeah, you guys are, you guys are serious. You mean, you mean business when you dance. <laughs> yeah, true. I love it, I love it. But um, I think the season when you came, it's, it's, it's almost like uh, what I would call winter for you guys. Okay. It's that uh, hot season. If you if you if you came around uh, October, November, and uh, September, you'd be like, "Well, it's super cold lately." But yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> That's funny. But then, yeah, it's it's it's, it's good. It's really yeah. good that yeah. you found it hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was just yeah. I was just amazed at the dancers and their um 
their commitment to excellence and their just their wanting to learn so much and just grow True. and and yeah. we're just so hungry for for anything you know um, yeah. yeah but I I actually learned so much from them as well and mm-hmm. saw saw so much incredible creativity and um choreographies that were seriously brilliant uh so so yeah it really blew my mind so we're gonna go into your job so um what is your job profile or job description um my job description would be i choreograph for the watoto children's choirs um i teach them how to dance i prepare them for their tours and concerts uh, probably for someone who is listening, it might wonder what are the what are the children's choirs. Uh, the choirs are basically little children uh, between the age of six and twelve who travel with their aunties and uncles. Uh, those are the adults on the teams. Uh, they travel with them all around the world in Europe, in North America, South America, in Australia, in mm. New Zealand, in Asia, and uh, all the other parts of the world. I believe we've been to most of the countries. Uh, mm. For those that we haven't been in, um, we are really hoping that God will open up a door or will make a way mm-hmm. where it seems not to be, and then we shall be able to go to such countries. But yes, the Watoto Children's Choirs, they basically um, move around countries to spread the love of Jesus and to bring community transformation in churches or in communities. And uh, we go wherever we are invited. As long as there's an open door, we go there. Uh, the choirs have been to places where I know people would be like, what? That was mm. a big score. They've been at the White House. Wow. They've been at the Queen's Palace. Uh, yeah. They've performed for uh, prime ministers. They've gone to state houses, what we would call parliaments, and places like that. So That's yeah, crazy. That, those are the kids I work with, and uh, it's such an honor to be they call me Uncle Mon, so it's such an honor Good. to be called Uncle Mon by them. And uh, they're always hungry to learn, and to, they love to dance. So, mm. yeah, it's a privilege. But aside from that, um, I give creative direction to the dance ministry at Watoto Church. So I oversee the productions at church as regards to the dancers. Um, we normally have Christmas cantata, which happens annually every end of the year. It's a love gift from our pastors to the community, which is at uh, a free cost. Yet when you look at the event, clearly it costs uh, a lot of money mm. to put up. But it's, it's, uh, it's a thing that our pastors decided to give back to the community as a thank you to them, or as an encouragement, or as a story to really tell about our Savior Jesus Christ. So yeah, I, uh, I give creative direction to the dance ministry at Watoto Church. Um, I oversee the dancers there. I work with an amazing team, um, with Danka and with Michelle, with Victor, with Veronica. I know all these names are strange, <laughs> <laughs> but those are the guys I work with, just in case they tap to listen on the podcast, yeah. and so many other guys, I should say. So yeah. cool, so cool. I love that. Um, um, thank you. So... How how did you get into dancing? Did you so a lot of our listeners would um, 
grow up in dance studios, you know? A lot of our listeners yeah. will, will go to dance studios from the age of three or four and just be dancing their whole life, getting training. But what yeah. did it actually look like for you? Um, growing up, I had, I had big brothers that loved to dance. So they kind of inspired me to love dancing as well. Uh, though growing up, I, my love for dance came, I think, when I was about seven or eight years old. So, but then it wasn't really about church and then using it as a tool of ministry or as a worship uh, element. It was just really enjoying to dance and loving to dance. So, yeah, um, I would say I started teaching dance when I was nine years old. Wow. That's when I started teaching dance. Uh, and that was at school where I used to do my primary uh, from. So mm. I had friends that loved to dance and were super confident to go and stuff like that. So they would always call me because they knew how to dance. So they would call me and then I trained them. Then they would go on stages and then perform for people and people would like scream mm. for them and be so happy with them. And me, I'd be backstage saying, oh man, they're looking so cool. Mm-hmm. But I could never step up on stage because I think I was super shy. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, at the end of nine years is when I started teaching dance. And then um, going pro uh, with the career, I should say, is when I was in my high school break. Um, that's before. During that break, I was looking for jobs and needed to make some money. But uh, the opportunities weren't coming in as I yeah. thought they would. And then I ended up uh, joining church through a friend who invited me and is like, yeah, there's a fellowship that happens at Watoto Church. You should come through. There are dancers as well. I know you love to dance. So you need to come by and see. Of course, when I went there, I felt out of place. I was like, man, this is not, this is not my kind of place. Mm. Um, these guys are way too cool for me. They're too cool. They're too nice. And uh, yeah. But fast forward, um, I stuck around. I stuck around. And then uh, I joined the team then, which was called ADG. I used to be their assistant leader. And uh, yeah, we started dancing. We were little boys. I was skinnier than I am right now. <laughs> People remind me of that. And I'm like, hey, Mon used to be very skinny. But yeah, I'm like, yeah, that was then. Right now, I look a bit okay. <laughs> yeah, right now, I look a bit okay. I'm taller, uh, bigger. Yeah, but yeah, I said dancing then before I joined university, and uh, it's been about six or seven years uh, doing dance ministry, um, deciding that I would dance for God and I would do my ministry for God. Uh, sometimes I kind of relate that to the fact that I never used to step on stage mm. till the right time when I had to step on the stage, mm. and uh, that's when I started my ministry. I think God knew that if I ever stepped on stage before realizing who he is in my life and uh, who he was meant to be in my life and what he had in store for me, maybe I could have gone uh, haywire or maybe Mm. crazy with the dance and then ended up doing it just for the word and Mm. for the sake of dancing. Yeah. So he kind of prevented me from stepping on stages because in Uganda, if you're a dancer, (laughs) you're treated like a president of some sort. Okay. Like... uh, (laughs) Your your fame is way too high. People get to know you. People get to, um, you know, 
kind of acknowledge your presence wherever you go. They'll be like, oh yeah, that's Mon, he's a dancer. And then right. because you're performing almost everywhere, then it's like almost everyone will kind of get to know you. So yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Right. So if your heart's not in the right place, you're saying like, yes, yeah, you can you maybe... sail away. Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah. I... You end up you end up dancing just for the sake of dancing. Mm. Yeah. Very good. That's a word for some people listening, I think, and a, and a really good, yeah. le- good lesson to learn. And, and that's amazing. I had no idea you taught dance at the age of nine. That is crazy. Yeah, <laughs> I did. It was super crazy. Sometimes when I say people think I'm bluffing, <laughs> but the truth is uh, it was actually the truth because I remember yeah. I was in like my primary four and I had friends who loved to dance, but... Uh, uh, maybe they never had the access to watching like dance videos or mm. music videos that had dance. And yet me, because I had big brothers that used to do that, so it was easy for me to watch my brothers, but then also watch it on the TV, on the yeah. television, and be able to learn. Because I think one of, the, one of the benefits or the gifts that I have is being able to learn by just seeing something, you don't need to explain it. I can watch it and I'll mm-hmm. do it. Right. Wow. So yeah, yeah. So would you say <laughs> would you say your training um, was? Are you you're more self taught, as in, or learning from one another and from watching videos? Because obviously you didn't, um, yeah, get training from teachers in a in a dance studio. In a studio. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what maybe I will say is that. Uh, the fact that in Uganda we don't have as we didn't have as many dance studios as mm-hmm. we have right now. Okay. So back then it was you going on a, on a TV station, you sit around and watch dance videos or go on YouTube if yeah. you had access. Yeah, right. And then you 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 teach yourself some of these things. But the truth is, uh, when there was never really a dance studio for me those days, so I would really say that I'm self-taught and then the help of YouTube and uh, now the social media that's buzzing everywhere. Mm. Yeah, that's how I came to <laughs> learn how to dance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, when yeah. I was there, I saw how much talent there is there, how much gifting and how much hunger to to learn. And I think here mm-hmm. we can maybe take it for granted because there's studios everywhere. and Everywhere, know, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. but, but I was like, man, the world needs to know about some of these amazing dancers. Like they're just as That's good. They're just as good as anyone in uh, in, a in, in LA or whatever. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I be, I believe um, God is just unique in His ways. Mm. God is just unique in His ways. Um, to some people, He knew that if maybe they never had a dance studio, then they would never have the great desire to learn how to dance or be able to push themselves to learn how to dance and then at the end of the day be able to glorify his name. Then he knew that uh, there will be kids in Uganda who won't need a dance studio. <laughs> they will dance their feet or they will, they will, uh, they will endure the, mm. harsh, uh, the harshness of the, the weather just to be able to learn something because if 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 I stick you around, uh, maybe the next time you come back in Uganda, if I stick you around the places where some of these guys learn to dance, mm. hard floor. You can't learn b-boy from a hard floor. You need somewhere soft and yeah. you know easier to 
I guess you have to have a fall. You won't really, you know, break a bone or something like that. But yeah, um, <laughs> it's just really good on, on how he created us uh, kind of uniquely, which is actually the truth. He created mm-hmm. us uniquely that he knew will move us to learn certain things, whether it's uh, it's an okay environment or not. Yeah. Yeah. That's so good. And I love, you know, and, and God knew and knew we would need to and be able to learn from another, you know, for, for yeah, man, many yeah. of you, it's from videos. And for many of us, mm-hmm. it's like learning about, I think about being humble, about being teachable, yeah. about being grateful yeah. and on all of yeah. that. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I, yeah. You remember when you said uh, you were taking like six bottles of water and then you're asking them whether they needed a break or not. So us when we when we receive info that there's a teacher coming to like teach us and he's coming from let me say the States or Germany or Australia or some of our partner churches, when we hear certain things, we are so excited mm. that nothing will come in between that day. Because yeah, these are rare opportunities. These are right. rare occurrences that if someone has said they're coming from Germany and they're going to teach us. We don't want to even waste a microsecond of that wow. time. We're like, it's a blessing, so yeah. we're going to use it. Uh, unlike if you told someone in LA that uh, you're having, let me say, um, one of the best dance teachers out there that is coming to teach, they'll be like, yeah, I mean, um, I'm, I'm, I can get him any other day or any yeah. other you know, place. So they won't take it as a big deal. So here in Uganda, it's a big deal if someone has traveled mm-hmm. all the way from out there to come and teach us. So we're like, what? He's coming? <laughs> or oh, she's coming? Yeah. Boy, I'm excited. Oh, I, man. I, I, I will take water before the class so that she can run <laughs> till the class is done. <laughs> that is so yeah. good. That is so good. I True. love that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so you've mentioned a little bit about the dance scene in Uganda, but like... Um, yeah. Has it changed over the years? And what is the what are the opportunities for dancers in Uganda? What what is it like? Are there lots of shows? Are there more mm. shows on the street? Are there uh, mm. competitions on TV or more yeah. more in the community? Like, what is it like? Um, I will say dance has changed or it has evolved uh, between the time when I was nine years and the time when I'm now or to, to date. I believe uh, dance has really evolved and things have changed around. Right now, if you look around, we have uh, more than 10 dance studios, which we didn't have then. We have professional dance teachers, people that have gone to school and studied how to become a dance teacher or a professional dance teacher. Mm. And uh, that we didn't have then because people are still really trying to pave a way or pave a path on uh, how to become someone like that because they didn't know what it looked like. They thought, if I, if I know how to wave, then I'll just go and teach someone how to wave mm-hmm. and not really having the necessities or the basic elements of who is a great dance, who is a great dance teacher or what does a great dance teacher look like mm-hmm. or what does he embody. So, yeah, when you talk about dance teachers, when you talk about dance studios, all these things have really come up with time. And uh, when you look at the shows, yes, shows have been happening. Um, um, I remember one of my testimonies as a dancer is uh, we were able to hold a dance, uh, a dance concert in one of the most uh, 
expensive hotels you'll ever find in Uganda. Wow. That was at Kampala Serena Hotel. So most people were like, what? A dance concert in a hotel, a five-star hotel? Mm. That's impossible. Hmm. That's that's not that's not our usual. But then um, to us, it was a testimony. Mm. Um, and it, it, it's something that moved our faith to even greater heights because when you read in Isaiah, um, God was saying, uh, behold, I do a new thing. You know, mm -hmm. I hope you perceive it. So yeah. it, it, when when he gave us the opportunity uh, of making a way, of, of paving a way in the wilderness and allowing us to have a concert in a five-star hotel, that was something new. The dance community couldn't believe it. Hmm. Neither will, would even musicians believe that it was a dance concert. They were invite, they were being invited to perform at at a, at a five star hotel. So mm -hmm. things have really changed. Uh, people are pushing. People are pushing um, their talents to even greater heights. People are looking for opportunities. I have friends that uh, have travelled uh, to more than countries just to, uh, some of the things that we have in Uganda have out there and, and you would say things like afro afro dance uh, those are things that are trending at the moment mm -hmm. but we have them in abundance here at home but when you travel you don't find as many people who can do afro dance but yet they love it and they can't really have access to it but now we are seeing guys who are traveling to just teach that and are making a living out of that. And then also, um, when when you look at back then, people would not people would not really get money um, from dance as yeah. much as they do right now. Right now, uh, schools are open to dance classes. Uh, uh, companies are open to dance workouts. People are now um, kind of appreciating dance in its fullness and uh, they're being moved to appreciate it and be able to pay for it mm -hmm. which wasn't the case back then because back then it was dance dance is just entertainment you don't need mm -hmm. to, to get paid or you don't need to mm -hmm. even anything we're giving you this opportunity to be known so just come and dance at our event. People will come to know you. People will get to, you know, appreciate you. And that will be it for you. But then you're telling that to someone who has a family to take care of, who has bills to pay, who has rent to sort out, and who has dreams and, uh, you know, uh, goals that they have to attain at the end of the day. But then you're telling them your dance is just a thank you, God bless you kind of thing. But at the moment, we're seeing really people who are earning from it. Um, they're living their best lives with it. And it has really evolved. It has gotten better. I'm not yeah. saying it is where we want it to be, okay. but it has gotten better. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, there's a confidence gap in there of we're not where we used to be, yeah. but at least we are not there. Okay. And then we are not where we want to be, but at least we are not still where we used to be. So, so good. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So good. Lots, lots still to do and places to go, but I love hearing Absolutely. the miraculous stories even and how crazy is that, yes. you know, dancing in a yeah. five-star yeah. hotel, and yes. a, a, a team that just used to dance barefoot with one another. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, look at what God does. I think that's a real encouragement yeah. to people as well to keep holding yeah. on to their dreams and, and God's their promises. Dreams, yeah.
That's yeah. true, true. So my last question is, what is your biggest yeah. dream? <laughs> Big question. Um, I know. I think, not even think, I know my biggest dream is to to be able to move out of Uganda and uh, teach dance out there. One of the places I would really, really, really love to go to is LA. Because yeah. I know they have so many dance studios, yeah. so many great choreographers and dance teachers and dance enthusiasts and uh, guys that have really awesome knowledge that I know I might not be able to ever get unless I, I go to such a, such a place. Mm. So, yeah, my dream is to really step out of Uganda and be able to just dance somewhere out there mm. or go to LA and attend classes or, yeah, that's really my dream. So and then good. to be able to open up uh, a dance academy back at home. Mm. Have you yeah. have you been to have you been to America? Uh no, not yet. No. Well, in Jesus visually, name. Visually, <laughs> yes, but not physically. <laughs> so yeah, good. In Jesus name. Yeah. In Jesus name. Yeah. Well, well, we're really believing for you that that will happen in in Amen. his in his right timing and and uh, Amen. Uh, I can see it, like you're saying as well. Visually, I can totally see it. And um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow, I love that. Hey, we could talk for ages and maybe we'll get you back on here another time because I'd love in another podcast to hear about your creative process and how you choreograph. Absolutely. Because that's a whole nother thing. But um, yeah. we just wanted to give people a little insight into who you are and what life is like yeah. where you are. And um, yeah, it's been a really big encouragement and, and blessing to have you on here. Gladly, gladly, <laughs> so, gladly. I'm, thank I'm, you. I've been blessed by the podcast myself and the questions. <laughs> yeah. Because it's been, it's been a, a reminiscing moment of clearly where God has been getting us from and where we are right now yeah so thank you so good thank you thanks for listening to this week's episode we trust you are inspired and equipped to take your next step be sure to hit subscribe and follow us on social media to stay connected with all things gdn